Glory to God. You are welcome once again to this podcast, The Fountain of Life. I pray that as you listen to this message, the revelation of God manifests in your life. We continue to give thanks unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. I pray that this message adorns you and you're able to understand the times in which we live in so that you may guard your loins with the truth and the only truth that can come from the word of God and that is the only basis in which you shall be set free from the bondage of this world. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us in the book of Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 17 Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore hear a word from my mouth and give them a warning from me. You see, the world as we live in is getting more and more spiritual. And I read somewhere that there was a poll that was conducted a few years ago in the US and 24% of the people identified themselves as spiritual but not religious. So in a way, they have promoted a lot of plurality of values which are vastly accepted. So we see people doing all sorts of things uh, for as long as they fit into their train of thought, for as long as they fit into their mandate, for them they are okay with them and they are not answerable to anyone. So we've seen even the Bible being compromised in one way or another because they expect us to be also progressive and accommodate the current trends into the lifestyle and the Christian lifestyle and that is the only way that we are going to see ourselves accepted uh, in, in a throng in the world as we live in. But you see, the scripture tells us in First John chapter 5, verse 19, that the whole world is under the sway of the evil one. And, you see, and, 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 and this, uh, this bait is so subtle that many of us are not even able to easily identify it because of certain things that have been put before us things that hide themselves under injustices, under so many social issues that you might also act emotionally before analyzing and understanding why and how some of these things are coming at the forefront of our society. Just a few days ago, uh, there was a gentleman in the U.S. Uh, called uh, Jacob Blake who was shot seven times in front of his children by the police. And currently, as I speak, he's in hospital and he's been paralyzed from, uh, from his waist downwards. Such an, unf uh, an, an unfortunate uh, thing to happen. And there's been a lot of uh, uh, talk uh, about racial injustice. Not the first time they're talking about it. You remember just if, uh, two or three months ago, there was huge demonstrations uh, uh, af uh, after the death and the shooting sorry, after the death and uh, at the hands of the police uh, of George Floyd, okay, when uh, the policeman put his knee uh, on his neck and he kept on uh, talking about how he couldn't breathe and calling his mom until uh, he finally passed out and died. So uh, th this is not the first. And even, bef even before that, there's been lots and lots of, of black people dying at the hands of the police. And for a while, there's been a lot of talk about uh, 
blacks rising up and showing their identity because of, of the white supremacy that has happened for so long. So we need to uh, put ourselves at the forefront and reject this injustice. Okay, point taken. Injustice is happening and this is something that we have to address uh, throughout the, uh, the entire world. This is not something that we would uh, uh, look at uh, and just ignore. Okay, No one needs to be uh, uh, cast aside uh, on the basis of how they, they look. And no one needs to die at the hands of uh, another race just because of the way they look. Okay, But is there something deeper than uh, what meets the eye? Have we looked beyond uh, what is really happening to understand how and why some of these things are happening? Because you see, some of the things that we tend to uh, uh, to ignore. Uh, number one, for example, the case of Jacob uh, Blake. Apparently, he was uh, he is he's still alive. You know, he's in hospital. He is a guy who has had a bit of history. Uh, with, with crime, okay? But that is still no justification for him being shot. But you see, to come to the point that I want to bring up, there is an agenda by the enemy to bring something at the forefront where people are losing their identity so that they start moving away from the actual truth of the word of God to define themselves based on certain things that fit into that kind of work movement and that kind of world. Last month, Beyonce released a movie, which is really a musical, uh, titled Black is King. And in it, she was uh, promoting uh, the black culture and talking about uh, the black movement in all sorts of uh, in all sorts of ways. Now, for her, she appeared as a spiritual being. Okay, for her, she was a spiritual being, and uh, and and it, it, it's it's basically talking about uh, the black culture, and uh, it, it's it, it's modeled after uh, after the Lion King. Okay, and it has quite a number of uh, of black stars. Lupita Nyong'o, you've heard of. Uh, uh, Yemi Alade, it has uh, Jay-Z in it, it has uh, Nandi uh, Madida, it has uh, uh, Mary Twala, it has uh, Beyonce's daughter, and uh, Pharrell Williams, Wizkid, Naomi Campbell, and, and quite a number of, uh, of black uh, celebrities. And the thing is, they are trying to bring uh, uh, the blacks at the forefront to show that they, uh, they actually have a voice. In, 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 in this world and they have uh, something that to promote uh, that they can promote to bring them at the forefront that is why in the midst of all this Black Lives Matter, in the midst of all this uh, 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 shout of injustice and the demonstrations, they seem to embrace any black uh, successful celebrity who is coming out at the forefront to uh, to talk of uh, these kinds of injustices. Now, uh, a, a few days ago, uh, in the aftermath of the shooting of Jacob Blake, Naomi Osaka, 
the, the, the black Japanese uh, girl who plays tennis decided not to play her game because she also felt like the blacks are being suffocated and she couldn't play in the midst of all this violence that was happening to uh, her people, apparently, the blacks. Then shortly afterwards, Milakwi Bucks, who were scheduled to play their game against Orlando Magic uh, in the playoffs in the NBA, decided also not to play their game, okay, in solidarity of the blacks. Now, such things are acceptable because apparently they have a justification in the aftermath of the shooting and all, all these kinds of things that they are able to to bring about to justify their actions of how they're being mistreated and how everything has gone uh, with the whites and with the other races. Okay, they they ha- they have a voice. Okay, but now what happens if we have a black man like the basketballer Jonathan uh, Isaac Judah who plays for the Orlando Magic, who is a man of God, a minister, who in the past came out and talked about the racial divide and said how for him he's much more concerned by his identity in Christ. And he talks about how it's not all about the black lives. It's about all lives mattering, okay? All lives matter, and we need to embrace each other, and that is the only way that we are going to have a society that is more conscious of their identity in Christ and make uh, uh, a more remarkable impact to see ourselves live in love, without having all these these uh, thoughts of uh, something is going to happen to me I'm being misaligned and and this and this and this and and bring all kinds of violence based on how we look okay the scripture tells us in the book of Romans chapter 8 okay v- uh, v- uh, verse 29 for whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren the first uh, uh, the first thing that you notice here is that you are conformed to the image of his son that you might be the firstborn among many brethren that means if you are a child of god the fact that you are conformed to the image of christ regardless of how you look and regardless of how things are happening around you, you have the ability to rise to the very top. Now, in in the eyes of people, when someone like Jonathan uh, Isaac Judah is able to talk about things like this, they kind of feel like he has betrayed his own. He has betrayed his own and he has no... Uh, basis to understand what is actually happening on the ground because for him he's a rich guy but he is talking from the word of God and what about if we go into the world as it is and we choose their own someone who differs from them in thought Lil Wayne in the wake of the uh, of the unfortunate death of George Floyd he said for him, he wouldn't want to be drawn into the racial narrative, largely because he remembers as a 12-year-old 
there was something that happened in their home. He was, uh, I think, uh, he, he got shot accidentally and was lying down. So the police came in and uh, they, they were a mixture of races, Hispanic, they were, they were blacks, I think, and then, they, then there was a white man. So the white man, I think, came in last, the white policeman. And when he entered the house, he was shocked to find these guys ignoring the 12-year-old Lil Wayne lying on the floor. And he asked them, what's up with you guys? Can't you see that there's a kid? There's a kid lying on the floor. So this white policeman carried him, put him in his car, and drove him to hospital and made sure the doctors confirmed that Lil Wayne was going to be okay and made sure that he actually uh, was nursed to full recovery. So according to him, he said, for him, in regards to the issue of race, he is going to look at someone as they are. So he's not going to be drawn into that narrative of which race matters, but all lives matter. And that is the only way we are going to embrace uh, the kind of society that we want to see. Okay? So, even him, for someone like him, he was castigated because they say the only reason why he was saying that is because he kind of has the privileges that the white people do have because he's successful. Now, the reason why, of course, I've started with this, I'm trying to build on something. There are certain things that define societies. There are certain things that define our lives. Okay? Now, this is something that is widespread and we probably know all about it. But you might ask yourself, what does the Lord really say? And how does the Lord look at us? And what could have led to things like this happening the way that they do? The reason why things like this happen is likely a sin conscience where someone commits something uh, uh, wrong but instead of looking at that particular thing people are now quick to generalize and jump on a certain bandwagon you see any child of God for as long as you have given your life to Christ, you are a new creature. Behold, all, all things are passed away and now everything is become new. And your mandate and everything that justifies you is based on the blood of Christ that is shed on the cross for you, for your redemption. So regardless of every movement that you might make, regardless of what you might say, as long as you're not primarily as long as you're not primarily basing your foundation from the word of God and from the truth which emanates from the Bible you might not know what you're jumping onto lest you miss it lest you actually hit your head on something that is very demonic and something that might take you away from the path and the actual truth you see, I have started with this story to kind of build on what I want to talk about, which is our birthright. A few weeks ago, 
I was watching TV. Uh, there's, there's a station that I love. Uh, uh, it's, it's called Trace Gospel. Once in a while, I, I just uh, try to, ch- to check and, 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 and watch the, the, the new music that is, that is coming out. And I was shocked to see a song which was on the countdown by uh, an artist that I'm sure many of you know. Apparently a gospel song, but talking about black lives. Black lives. Black lives. Now, this is apparently supposed to be a gospel song. Now, you see, I've talked about quite a number of examples. And now, coming back to the message I want to talk about, which I said, uh, uh, the birthright. In Genesis, you remember the story of Isaac and Jacob. I'm not going to open my Bible to go there. When Isaac requested of uh, uh, of uh, his uh, his son uh, Esau to get himself very soon so that he could come to his father and get blessed uh, as the firstborn. You remember how how uh, his other son uh, after conniving with his mother Rebecca uh, Jacob came and lied unto his father and ended up taking the blessing okay, of his father Isaac. But what caused that? Just uh, if, uh, a few years before, you remember that Esau came unto Jacob and he was so hungry. So Jacob told him the only way he can be able to give his brother soup was if his brother gave up his birthright. And his brother Esau said, What does a birthright hope me if I am hungry? So he swore and gave away his birthright to his brother Jacob. And there Jacob became the rightful heir of the inheritance. That is why even in the midst of Isaac trying to give the blessing uh, to, to, uh, to Esau, there was a seed that had already been sown. A seed that ended up with Jacob getting the blessing largely because Esau had abused his birthright. Okay? Now, you see, for us, the children of God, in the midst of all this racial injustice, in the midst of all the societal uh, things that are happening, what is your stand and what is your take? Are you going to base your opinions on the word of God? Because you see, regardless of the injustices and regardless of the th- so many things that have happened, if your decision is emotional and not based primarily on the word of God, because of the subtle attacks of the enemy, you do not know what you might be jumping on. Now, Beyonce comes and talks about a black is king. In 2018, April, 
there was a Beyonce mass that was held in San Francisco and this one was based on a concept uh, uh, based on a concept of a class that was started by a certain woman, a reverend called uh, Yolanda Norton which was called Beyonce and the Hebrew Bible now in that class they were talking about uh, <laughs> Beyonce and some of the students of course saying how Beyonce was a woman worthy of worship. That means she is much more than your ordinary artist. She is much more than your ordinary celebrity. That is why I have seen documentaries and clips of fellow celebrities almost passing out at the sight of Beyonce. I watched uh, Paris Jackson just a few days ago saying uh, uh, how about seven or eight years ago at the memorial of her father, Michael Jackson, when she was speaking on stage and when her eyes met Beyonce's eyes, she almost uh, peed on herself because there was a certain aura. Now, for someone like this, being at the forefront at the forefront uh, of the black movement and talking about how blacks are kings and so many people jumping on her as apparently a role model to so many children and now there is a Beyonce mass in San Francisco conducted by a reverend Yolanda Norton so you ask yourself how did we get to this and how did we lose our birthright to the extent that we now see Christians jumping on the element of spirituality that is based on a racial element? How did it come to this? You see, there are so many times where certain things have happened in, in history and because of trying to get a solution, people have ended up in a total mess. Because now, after the blessing went to Jacob, we know what befell of Edom. Because Edom was the country that arose out of out of uh, out of Esau the nation of Edom, and we know the Edomites, okay? Much as they seemingly were brethren, but they actually weren't brethren. You understand? So many a times, there are people who have cut themselves from the truth and ended up in a total mess. Uh, the Bible tells us in the book of Genesis, in the book of Genesis, Chapter uh, chapter nineteen. Uh, if if I'm to if I'm to look at the story of uh, of Lot, you remember after they had left Sodom and Gomorrah, and now they had gone into the mountains. Okay, uh, Genesis chapter nineteen, from verse thirty. Then Lot went up out of Zohar and dwelt in the mountains, and his two daughters were with him, for he was afraid to dwell in Zohar. And he and his two daughters dwelt in a cave. 
Now the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is no man on the earth to come in to us, as is the custom of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, that we may preserve the lineage of our father. So they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father, and he did not know when she lay down or when she arose. It happened on the next day that the firstborn said to the younger, Indeed, I lay with my father last night. Let us make him drink wine tonight also, and you go in and lie with him, that he may preserve the lineage of our father. Then they made their father drink wine that night also, and the younger arose and lay with him, and he did not know when she lay down or when she arose. Thus both the daughters of Lot were with child by their father. The first bore a son and called his name Moab, and he is the father of the Moabites to this day. And the younger, she also bore a son and called his name Ben-Ami, and he is the father of the people of Ammon to this day. Now, of course, you know, throughout biblical history, we know the kind of trouble that the Moabites and the Ammonites also gave the children of Israel. Okay? Throughout history. Yet, quote-unquote, these were actually a bit, brethren, because you know that Lot was related to Abraham. But what could have made them do things like this? Because they lost their birthright. They lost their birthright. At a certain point, Lot could have stayed with Abraham, but because of certain wrongs, he found himself in Sodom and Gomorrah. And when he left Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah, okay, he was a bit holy because the scripture tells us that his soul was continuously vexed by the things that were happening in, Sod in Sodom and Gomorrah. So he, uh, he, uh, the Lord took him out of there and burnt the entire city. But th there was a seed that had already been sown. Would such things have happened to him had he remained close to where the anointing was? Because look at how Abraham panned out. But you see, you would think that the children of God maybe learned from that, their, their lesson. But they didn't. At a certain point, we see in the book of Ruth when there was famine in the land and Elimelech uh, with his wife uh, uh, Naomi and his two sons, uh, Chilion and Malon, they decided to leave Bethlehem of Judah and go to Moab because there was bread in Moab. And what happened? Elimelech died and his two sons, they died. Because they left Judah to seek bread in Moab, where there are foreign gods. But what was the consequence of that? How do you forget your birthright? How do you forget your identity? And you're trying to look for a solution. A solution in a foreign country. They might look like they are brethren, quote-unquote. But are they? Are they really a part of us? The scripture tells us 
in first john chapter 2 verse 19 they went out from us but they were not of us for if they had been of us they would have continued with us but they went out that they might be manifest that none of them were of us and there are people in the world at the moment as we see it because of how they have been contaminated they might look like they are christian and they might look like they are believers and followers of the truth but they are, but they are not So you might put yourself and align yourself to them but they really lost their birthright and if you are ignorant of the enemy's devices you're going to be burnt so something might actually look noble but fatality is imminent where is it written after the lord jesus christ had died on the cross for us that we could be redeemed that we are supposed to be cautious of how we look rather than looking at ourselves primarily on the basis of our Christianity so how does something like race define our identity in Christ so when we come out and try to talk about us looking at its uh, each other primarily on the basis of our identity in Christ how does that become a wrong it, it, the, the, okay these injustices they cannot be justified okay we condemn them but let that not be at the forefront that we can forget Christ that we can forget our actual identity we are not going to lose our birthright we cannot and that is exactly what the enemy wants to bring right now how do we have a society that is beginning to glorify very trivial things much more than the actual truth the actual truth that has been given unto us now for someone like elimelech who knew of the wonderful things that had been given by the lord who knew of how the hand of the lord went with them while they were in the desert like the scripture tells us in isaiah 48 verses 21 and they did not thirst when he led them through the deserts he caused the waters to flow from the rocks for them he also split the rock and the waters gushed out now for such a man who saw some of these things happened uh, happened and who had stories of the wonderful things that the lord did for them did he think that indeed his family was going to die uh, uh die of, uh, of of famine had they stayed in bethlehem did he think but he chose otherwise he decided to go to moab where there was bread but the bait of the enemy is so subtle that you won't know how you're going to be trapped in it and now we see even the christians even the churches that are being more inclusive and they're like you know you know what regardless of what is happening 
let us not divide ourselves on the basis of these things and retrieve your things. And people are like, no. No, 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 no. For us, we do not accept this. But is that what the Lord wanted to see in the church, the end-time church, the church that is supposed to walk in dominion, the church that is supposed to be united? You see, there is a reason why the things are happening the way they are happening right now. Because as we continuously draw near to the coming of our Lord, there are certain signs that are going to happen to separate us from the actual truth. The truth that would have, uh, that would have defined us. The commandment that the Lord Jesus Christ gave us, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. That's in John uh, 13, 34 to 35. Which kind of love is he talking about? You see, the scripture tells us also that uh, that uh, we, we follow his commandments because we love the brethren. And when he's talking about the brethren, he's talking about all. All of us. All of us. But sadly, we have a situation where some of the people who would have been our brethren, okay, started losing their identity. They gave out their birthright. They gave out their identity to the enemy. You remember, in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 13, there was a priest called Eliashib. As Nehemiah and Joshua and Ezra were trying to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, Eliashim decided to align himself. Uh, sorry, he decided to align himself with the people who were trying to fight the children of God, the remnants of God, who were uh, who were building the wall and hoping to prepare a formidable house for the Lord, where they could worship in peace. He, this guy, Eliashib, was a priest. He was a priest. He decided to sell his birthright. And now, in the society that we live in, you might ask yourself, because there are so many things that are in front of us. What are you conscious of? And what exactly do you want to see manifest before you? We are so quick and we are so opinionated, so emotional. But does the Lord work on the basis of emotion? 
the Lord works on the basis of truth. We do not want to be like the children of Israel who could not bear the words of the prophet Amos. Amos, I think, chapter 7, where they tell him, go and prophesy in Jerusalem. The land cannot bear your words. We need to embrace the truth as it is. The church as we know it and the children of God as, as the creation awaits for our manifestation. Like the scripture tells us in Romans that the creation groans. We need to stand in unity, in unity for as long as someone is bringing the ultimate truth of the word of God, regardless of what seemingly, seemingly is work, okay, or progressive for the world. We need to stand by the ultimate truth. That is the only way we are going to manifest in the world as we know it. That is the only way we are going to manifest in the world. Okay? The scripture tells us in Amos chapter 9 verse 13. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when the plowman will overtake the reaper and the trader of the groups, him who sows seed, and the mountains shall drip with sweet wine and all the hills shall flow with it. Now the harvest is come. You remember the scripture that tells us that the harvest is plenteous. So we should pray ye therefore to the Lord of the harvest that he may send forth laborers. Are you willing to be that laborer? And are you willing to stand in the midst of all this craziness without you losing your identity in Christ? Without you giving your birthright on the basis of race? On the basis of, of, of funny movements that seemingly look right before you? Okay, it is unfortunate that some of these things are happening. But do not esteem them higher than the word of God. Do not esteem them higher than the actual truth. I give an example of, of something that is in the U.S. But there are so many things that are happening locally. Here, there are so many things that we have made uh, uh, like, uh, like our gods, basically political parties, our tribes, our jobs, and so many things. <laughs> what do you think the Lord wants? You think after doing some of those things, then you come and, 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 and sacrifice to the Lord that is acceptable? Psalms 51 verse 16 tells us, For thou desires, desires not sacrifice, else I would have given it. You, des, you delight not in burnt offerings. The scripture is referenced a bit uh, in Hosea 6, 6. And the Lord Jesus Christ also says uh, a bit or, or, or on this in Matthew 9, 13. But go ye and learn what 
that means i will have mercy and not sacrifice for i'm not come to call righteousness but sinners to repentance not sacrifice there's something that is much more there is something that is more fundamental you see there are things that are going to be put in front of us which look like they are right which look like things that we should embrace as a society okay but have you tested that spirit do you know where it is coming from and do you know what is behind it like i said the bait of the enemy is so subtle he's not going to come with the red with the red cape that has uh, pictures of him the devil and the horns and all sorts of things no he's going to disguise on things that seemingly look right in the end times where people are supposed to be lovers of themselves by lovers of themselves that means there are certain things that are going to cause divide we are going to see women being with women men being with men we are going to see blacks seemingly want to be alone then the white seemingly want to be alone the only way you can be able to shoot that is for you when you embrace the truth and look at an individual for who they are in Christ regardless of where they come from for as long as they desire to see the ultimate truth in Christ that is your brethren so in times like this where there is a lot of spiritual relativity uh, 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 I give an example of Beyoncé. Now, having that Beyoncé mass two years ago, where without people are worshiping her. Oprah she had a, she had a fellowship of her own. And thousands and thousands of people attended. But you ask yourself, how is it possible that these people are able to pull it off? Really? Really? And you see church people following such people because of the kind of influence that they have in the world. Are we going to lose our birthright and go to Moab because there is bread? A child of God. let us come back to the ancient truth let us come back to the things that define us like i said from the scripture in romans 8:29 for whom he did foreknow he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren 
Are you conformed to the image of Christ? Regardless of what you are doing, regardless of where you are, do not be ignorant of what is happening in the world. We live in the end times. We live in an era where we should be in in an atmosphere where the spirit and the bride say come but we are moving around <laughs> we are busy here and there is that how it's supposed to be is that how we are supposed to prepare for the day of the lord First Thessalonians chapter 5 from verse 1 But concerning the times and the seasons brethren you have no need that I should write to you for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night for when they say peace and safety then suddenly destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they shall not escape but you brethren are not in darkness so that this day should overtake you as a thief you are all sons of the, of the light and sons of the day we are not of the night nor of darkness therefore let us not sleep as others do but let us watch and be sober are you going to be someone who is in the lookout for the things that are happening we cannot be asleep it's one thing looking at these people the successful people floating all the kind of success but is it defined from the lord are you really comfortable these people being in front of you as the voice as the voice for humanity the voice for the truth what is their basis for speaking some of these things and the strange thing is some of them speak things that seemingly align with the word of god but what are their actions after doing things like this because with a dotted line you'd look at the children of moab the children of ammon the children of edom they are seemingly brethren but were they really of the household of God in regard to their deeds so you know what to do you know how to perceive things but let your decisions be primarily based on the word of God like the scripture tells us in Deuteronomy 30 verse 19 that I've set before you life and death blessings and curses there are for choose choose life that you and your descendants might live please choose life choose the revelation of god in the world as we see it as society continues to have and path with so many things happening in front of us in our doorstep in front of our children let 
every definition of you be based on the word of God. You might not be a victim of the things that are happening in the U.S. or wherever, but do not be quick to uh, to identify something purely based on emotion because something that looked like an innocent Black Lives Movement and these things, when something like Black is King starts coming at the forefront, And we are seeing one of the so-called voices speaking out for the black people and talking uh, and, and being cast as a spiritual guide, a maternal figure. Then there's something deeper. And when this person has had a mass in her honor, being conducted by someone who should be a minister of God, a reverend, then you know that the enemy is at large. And like I said from 1 John chapter 5 verse 19 that the whole world is under the sway of the evil one. We have to hold our vessel in honor and sanctification and know that indeed If we do not primarily look at God as our basis for the truth, we can end up in a mess. And the saddest thing is we have a society where we want to enjoy both ends of the world. We want to be spiritual in the word of God, but also we want to party. Like the saying goes at the moment, we want to be at the forefront we want to be in church all spiritual and singing even so Lord Jesus uh, come but also we want to be the other side Revelation chapter 3 verse 14 And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, write these things, says, uh, says the Amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. We cannot be lukewarm. We cannot be tossed purely based on emotion. Don't lose your birthright as a child of God. Don't lose your identity. May the Lord guide you because indeed he is faithful. Hallelujah. Be blessed so much.